Kia ora guys, I'm Andy. And I'm Ella. And welcome to Sinister, Sinister Dynasty. Dynasty. Okay, so I am going to probably butcher all of these names in here. And I've, I've honestly, I've tried practicing these names a bit, but... It doesn't make it any better, does it? No, it doesn't. Well, you don't it's know what really you're hard. doing. really <laughs> hard. It's so hard. But, so... Please excuse me. I'm sure I know Ayla will, hopefully. Oh, God. No. <laughs> no. So we'll get into it, shall we? So this case is dating back to the 1800s, 1860s. We've just recorded in the 1800s. We have. We have. We have. And I, I have actually found quite a bit of information on this. If you can hear weird noises, it's the dog. Okay, Whiskey, you've got to go. I'm sorry, baby girl. I'm sorry, Whiskey. Let's start again, shall we? Andy fell off her chair if you didn't hear that. <laughs> it really hurt. Whiskey, stay. Okay, so, Kiriopa Tero. Whoa, Have you? well done. Thank you. It's the probably the easiest one to pronounce in here. Does this name ring any bells? No. No. Surprisingly not. Well, no, not very surprising because I've never heard of him either. Uh, so what I did find on the many, many bits of information about this case was that well, there was actually not much information about when he was born um, or where he was born, but I'm kind of assuming he was born in the 1820s. Yeah, so it's just an assumption because in the 1840s it said that he was baptised and I'm assuming that was... Oh god, I don't even know what baptized means. Oh well, in, in the 1840s he was baptized. I do not know when he was born. But he was so baptized. like you, you're baptized to be a part of a church. Oh okay. But don't you get baptized as a baby? Yes. Sometimes. Oh, okay. So maybe he was born in the 1840s then. Not a clue. He was born at some point in time. Whereabouts unknown. Oh, you yeah. You can be any age to be baptized, but normally it's kids. Okay. But yeah. Oh, okay. So he, yeah, okay. Well, so he's he's younger than I thought he was by give or take 20 years. But it doesn't matter. That's it's fine. <laughs> Moving on. Thanks for clarifying that. I didn't know. Uh, so he was actually baptized near uh, Lake Carapiro, I think is how you pronounce it. But you that's actually so where. So well. Thank you. Thank you. I, again, I did put a lot of effort into this. It's still hard, but um, I'm trying my best. Just making sure it's recording. <laughs> because you need to hear my good pronunciation skills. <laughs> Uh, so that's actually where our national rowing competition is held. Do we to, have one of them? Yeah, well, I only know that thanks to an X. <laughs> but yeah, that's where it's held. Very fun interesting. Facts. Very about, fun fact. Yeah. As good as he was, <laughs> as much as he we was won't, good We for won't us. talk about that. Uh, so, oh. So Kiriopa decided after he was baptised, he joined the king's forces, right? So yep. British king. No, not the British king. Sorry, the um, Maori king. I'll get to his name down here. Oh, Ta Ta Fial. Ta Fial. I think that's his name. King Ta Fial. Yeah. Anyway, so he was fighting for the king's forces, right? And then one day he was in a fight and his wife and two daughters were murdered. Oh. Which wasn't very good. No. And then the next day, in a different fight, he, well, in a different battle, he saw his sister murdered. 
which again wasn't very good. And then a little bit later, uh, the king's forces were defeated. <laughs> so he just, he's just not having a good time, right? He's not having a good time. And I, I did write here, like, bad luck comes in three. So, I mean, that's it. Uh, so after all his bad luck, he must have wanted to turn to a god of some sort. I don't know if that's insensitive to say, but he must have, you know, like it makes sense. Uh, so he found the prophet Te'ua Homene, Te Homene. Uh, Te'ua founded the church Ho-Ho and where, where Te-Ho, the breath of God, carried the news of deliverance to the faithful. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I literally said, I'm not religious myself. I don't know what it means. I'm actually I'm sure. having PTSD. <laughs> Why? From my bloody Catholic church days. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had a religious camp that I went to, and it was a good time. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Yeah, no. Just I difference was... of opinions. Difference of opinions, and that's okay. Yeah. Um. Is this like a murder story? Or is this like folklore? Nah, it's a. Well, see, it's kind of it's New Zealand history, but there's a, there's a murder. There's a couple murders in particular that I'll focus. I mean, there's on. already been like three murders, so <laughs> yeah. it's... plus multiple others in battles. But um, yeah. So was, I found this case really, really interesting. Uh, so uh, anyway, at this church, so ho ho, uh, ho ho ho, yeah. Uh, the Pai Marere faith was preached, and this is based on goodness and faith. So just fairness and really good stuff and blah blah blah. blah. Uh, so in December of 1864, Tua instructed Kiriopa and a few others to go together to visit the tribes along the east coast, so mm. up Gisborne Way. Uh, Tua wanted them to go in peace and not interfere with any Pākehā. Can you guess where I am headed <laughs> with this? Uh, yep. Yeah. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Uh, so, so around this time, uh, Kiriopa and his mates I'll call them I don't know uh, they were at a settlement called Ōtipa uh, which was based on the long on the lower Rangataiki River um, so I googled maps this and it's around Murupara which didn't help me at all because I don't know where that is uh, so that's halfway between Taupo and Rotorua but to the right a little bit so in the centre but not North Island's not my not my um forte so I'm going to pause this case for a bit and go on completely sidetracked, right? Oh, God. So okay. we're, going to come, we're going to come back to Kiriopa. We're going to come back to him. Uh, so around the time Kiriopa was losing his family, lol, sorry. Lol? <laughs> this is not funny, but yeah. Um, a German missionary called Karl Salvius Volkner, I think his last name is, uh, was based in Oportiki with the Church Missionary Society. Karl is such a white. It is, yeah. He's <laughs> very white. Uh, this is northwest of Gisborne, um, but still considered part of the East Coast. So there's yeah, lots of tribes or iwi. So so tribes, I found out, is another word for iwi. Okay, cool. Yeah, I googled that. Um, so here, Carl worked within the settlement called Te Whakatohia, which was based in the lower Waikato and remained peaceful during the war of the Māori versus the British government. So the British government were obviously taken over pretty much everything, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, so they'd also built, so Tifaka Tohia had also built a church and school for Carl. So he must have been a bloody good visionary if they'd done all that because obviously he's white. And, yeah. uh, so, oh, so he's actually turned a priest at this time. So he became Father Carl. Yeah. And he'd married a lady called Emma Lanfear a few years prior to this as well. 
So anyway, so by 1864, Te Whakatohia was in discussion with the other East Coast tribes about whether or not they should provide support to the people of Waikato and to Tauranga, who were currently battling the British government. So further west of the East Coast, yeah. Uh, so in early 1864, Te Whakatohia and other East Coast tribes decided they would support the Māori king and try to travel to the Waikato via Rotorua. However, they were resisted by Te Arawa, which was a uh, iwi based around the Rotorua lakes. Um, and so Te Arawa didn't let them through because they knew that if they let them past, they could be seen as like aiding anti-government forces. Yeah. yeah, so not very good. And they would also lose their land due to the New Settlements Act that had come in, whether mm. they could take land. I was, so I was finding, I didn't actually know much about this. I probably would have paid, I probably should have paid a bit more attention to social studies, but that's pretty shit. Like, British government comes in and then they're like, oh, we're going to take your land if you don't agree with our rules on your country. <laughs> okay, bro. All good. I want to... But I don't want to. Okay, yeah, a difference of opinion again. Uh, so, um, Te Arawa also didn't particularly like some of the East Coast tribes, so it also could have been seen as slightly petty that they didn't want to let them through. Yes, yes, Queen. Uh, so, when the East Coast tribes tried to go westward instead, British troops found them near Matata, which is west of Fakatane. Uh, oh. Tohia's chief was Jesus. taken hostage by Te Arawa, so the Rota were the Opotiki chief was taken hostage by the Rotorua group um, and Te Araha's chief lost his life among with many others in what is known as the Battle of Kaukauroa in 1864. So this battle, another fun fact, it's not really a fun fact, but there was like another huge battle called um, the Gate Pa Battle and so this battle was what like a couple days before the Gate Pa Battle but it's just not even remembered because the Gate the Battle of Gate Pa was just so big and they've just lost yeah they just didn't really pay attention to other stuff you're doing so well with your pronunciation thank you I was literally I've been practicing this so much <laughs> Uh, so, obviously, Te Arawa was very upset to have lost their chief. Yeah. As you should be, yeah. Um, so, at the tangi of their chief, his wife shot the chief of Te Whakatohia, who was the, their prisoner. So, not so great <laughs> themselves. Uh, so, this didn't make things better for the East Coast tribes, I obviously. I imagine it would. Especially for them, yeah. Um, because they were already in a vulnerable position because they were away from home and they were travelling and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so, remember, so... Father Carl's back in Ōpatiki, um, and back then there'd been threats coming in saying that Carl, Father Carl was acting as a spy for the British, right? So yes. not so great. Um, and this is when Kiriopa comes, Kiriopa, Kiriopa, sorry, comes back in because you know how he was travelling along the east coast, and he was, yep. So <laughs> prior to getting to Ōpatiki, where Father Carl was. Um, he'd gone through two different places. So he'd asked, in, in one place, he'd asked for a European to be given to him. And they were like, um, no. <laughs> so he's like, oh, okay, and carried on. And then at the other place, he asked for a missionary to be handed over to him. And they were like, fuck no. <laughs> so, so he's pretty salty at this point. And then yeah, when he, fair. yeah, so he got to um, Ōpotiki, Ōpotiki. Um, <laughs> and he was, again, pretty salty. And also up there, people had started to think that Father Carl was a spy. So that his own tribe, his own iwi, uh, Te Whakatohia, was starting to turn on him. And they were like, yeah, Father fuck Carl. him. Yeah, on Father Carl. So they were like, yeah. Fuck you, Father Carl. I'm going to give you to Kiriopa and his party, who are meant to be who are meant to be preaching like peace and faithfulness. But that's not that's not even the 
worst of it, right? Isn't so, that like all religion? <laughs> we will move on. From I that. mean, like all religions preach. Yeah, oh, you yeah. know, like that good, good stuff. Yeah. That good yeah. stuff. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, by the time Kiriopa had got to Opatiki, uh, some of Father Carl's iwi had, like, issued him warnings, but he was like, nah, I'm good, G. <laughs> so, okay, so, he'd just come back from a quick trip from Auckland with another missionary. Just a quick trip. Just a quick gal's trip, you know. <laughs> um, so, just as he arrived back from Auckland after a short trip, um, he realised his house had been, like, stripped, and then him and his missionary mate were taken prisoner. Because this tribe was like, nah. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> like, no. Bad vibes. Yeah. Oh, also, what I want to add is um, Kiriopa, he was actually a member of the Te Arawa tribe from Rotorua. So they were the ones that originally stopped the East Coast tribes from getting through. So, and they also were the ones that had murdered Te Whakatohi as chief. So it's, yeah, so it's, it's it could be quite good. petty as well. Time. No, it's just not a good time. Uh, so Father Carl was only a prisoner for one day before he was led to a hanging tree close to oh his God. church by Kiriopa and members of his own tribe. So I've recently finished the fourth Hunger Games book, and all I could think of when when thinking oh. about this child was the hanging tree. Like, are that. you are you coming to the tree? <laughs> I heard that song stuck in my head. Eh? That's such a good song. I don't know. It was why. really depressing. But yes, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. So are you? <laughs> Are you coming to the tree tree with the Kiriopa and his his iwi? (laughs) All that rhymed. So when Father Carl got to the tree, he knelt down and prayed, and he said, I am ready. Uh, He shook hands with his murderers, and then they hoisted him up as he was shaking I love that. Pity or what? I'm going to make you feel bad. So so the murdered chief's son, poor Kino, poor, poor Kino, yep. I hope, I hope, I hope I'm saying that right. Um, so he was the one who put the rope around Father Carl's neck. So maybe it's mm. justice for the yeah, justice for his yeah. father. Even though yeah. Father Carl, well, actually, no, I'll get to that. Never mind. So Father Carl hung there for an hour before he was. Oh, wait for it. This is where it gets a bit gory. So uh, he was hung there for an hour before he was taken down and decapitated. That's not the worst part. So his blood was then smeared across the faces of those present. And then Kiriopa pulled... Have you seen the mountain out of Game of Thrones? Like, the big dude? Mm. Oh, well, he's a big dude, and he... Spoiler alert, he, like, kills Oberon in the battle. But he pops out his eyes. <laughs> so Kiriopa did something similar, and he, like, forced the eyes out of Father Carl's skull. And then they called one eye Parliament and the other eye the Queen and the British law, and then ate them. <laughs> ate the eyes. I mean... You know, that's part of their culture. Well, just I like know, I don't know. Andy's, Andy's holding a bone while talking about this. I am. I had to take the bone off whiskey because she was yeah. chewing. This is, yeah, this is probably not the best thing for me to be holding at this time. But desperate yes, times. Desperate, desperate times, times, yeah. But yes, yeah, so that's not part of your religion, you know. You do not, unless you're like a cannibal of some sort, but I don't no, think these guys would Sometimes, you, you know, that's a part of people's religions like the eyes are uh, the um what's it called the eyes of the something to the soul no see i, I never got that too far into it but that no, makes that's sense, not this i don't think well, that that's the religion sense. but um oh. you know like that can be a part of it oh, okay like you know yeah that makes sense though yeah a posthumous trial was held for father carl 
uh, where he was dubbed a government spy, which was actually true because he had, so the fight that they'd had at around Rotorua, he'd actually kind of told the governor of New Zealand and like kind of other stuff that what was going on. So he was actually a spy. He was also uh, to be dubbed a Romanist, whatever the hell that is. I have no idea. Beautiful. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he also had disobeyed orders to stay away, which he had as well because they told him like, oh, you're in danger here, leave. He was like, nah. You should be right, mate. <laughs> yeah. uh, so William Fox, who well, it says here that William Fox was governor of New Zealand at the time. I don't know who the hell George Gray was. He's not your Dobson guy. I found out George you know, Gray. George, who was your who was your case on George? George Dobson. Oh, okay. Don't worry. Because <laughs> there was a guy called George Gray, and I think he was higher than William Fox. But I don't I don't know what their standings were. But anyway, so William Fox said that father about father carl that this is quotes that perhaps his simple-minded piety clouded his perceptions and there was like a big kind of extract of him just talking about pretty much how stupid and like how silly father carl was so it was funny um, yeah oh and yeah uh, so when the military found out about father carl's murder all particular locals were arrested and some executed for their involvement whether or not they were involved I don't know. Uh, land was also taken from the Eastern Bay of Plenty Tribes, which I'm assuming belonged mostly to Te Arawa. So I was going to say what? To um, the Eastern Bay of Plenty Tribes? Yeah. Did it belong to them? Yeah, I think so. I think. That's just me assuming, I think. Yeah. However, Kiriopa had left for Gisborne after the murder and preached his Pai Marere faith among, there among the Tuhoe tribe. So he'd kind of moved on. He's like, cool, I ate some eyes. Let's go. <laughs> Let's yeah. On to the next. <laughs> so he, he was still preaching goodness and everything. Um, yeah, so then he tried to travel to the Waikato. However, he was stopped on the Kaingaroa Plains. I couldn't find much information about that, though, um, other than... <laughs> Other than three other people had been murdered and decapitated and then he ate their eyes as well. <laughs> There's three other people. Crikey. Yeah, maybe they tasted good. I don't know. Like, who, who are we to judge? Good soup. Good soup. Mm, good soup. <laughs> yeah. So from this, Kiriopa earned the name Kaifatu, which means I eater. Fear. Yep, fear. And the Tuhoe, like the iwi, um, viewed him to have much mana. So I've actually been chatting to. Fadi Manaki down here. Hopefully I'm allowed to use their name. I'm sure I am. But um in a little session I've found out that like we've all we've all got the same amount of mana no matter who you are, but it's kind of just how you view yourself as to how that changes. But everyone's actually got all the same amount of mana. But so he was just viewed to have heaps <clears throat> of mana, but everyone's got the same. Um just respected a lot. What does mana mean? Pre- prestige, respect like just something good, like Wow, that dude's really cool. <laughs> kind okay. of thing. In the whitest sense ever. <laughs> okay, thank you. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, pre- yeah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, marital law. So, I Googled this and it just means replacing civilian leadership with like government leadership, pretty yeah. much. Um, by military rule, sorry. So, that had been declared in all Pataki after Father Carl's murder and a reward was offered for those responsible. Kiriopa was able to stay at the empty Te Rau, Te Rau 
settlement near Whakatane for a while with help from the Tuhoe tribe, although in late 1870s the tribe made their peace with the British government, and after a bit more time they withdrew their protection from Kiriopa and delivered him themselves to the government to retain their own mana. That is like... I don't know, self-preservation. But yeah, it like, is. Yeah, <laughs> it is big time. Because I'd been protecting him for like five years in the mountains, you know. What changed? Like, Did he I start th- eating people or was? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're kind of like, oh, he's not that cool, actually. <laughs> I, I don't know. He doesn't eat the eyeballs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so, that, so that's what happened there. Kiriopa agreed to this. Oh, here you go. It actually says it here. So Kiriopa agreed to this as much to Hoi tribe blood had been lost on his behalf so oh. obviously had quite a few fights as they were protecting him and yeah because of him they were like yeah this guy's really not worth it yeah pretty much yeah however when kiriopa went to gather his possessions he tried to run he tried to naruto run there, <laughs> although he was caught and handed over <laughs> pretty soon i think pretty soon after so he obviously didn't have the luck of george wilder who we've done a previous episode on and you should go <laughs> check that one out too yeah just as, as well as george like dobson yeah <laughs> Dobson didn't have much luck. No, he didn't, did he? Oh, no, I mean, like, go check out the George Dobson case, because I got, I confused oh, yeah. him for George Gray. Her path of sounds were apparently completely different. Uh, so, <laughs> Kitty Opa went on trial for Father Carl's murder at the Napier Supreme Court on the 21st of December, 1871, roughly six years later, like, after Father Carl mm. was murdered. After his conviction, William Colenso, who I, I think was a missionary, I don't know much about him, but I do know that he was viewed to have sympathised with with Māori, but he also viewed them as lesser people. Like, so he's not, he, he sympathises, but he's not actually a good dude. Like, he sees, he almost sees himself as superior. Which yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, that's not very good. He said, though, he, so he appealed for clemency and said that Father Carl's murder had already been punished by executions and land confiscation, because it had really, because those people had been executed and their lands had been taken. Yeah. Uh, but this was denied. On the 5th of January 1872, Kiriopa Tado was hanged at the Napier prison. And 142 years later, in 2014, a statutory pardon for him was part of a Tiritio Waitangi settlement between the Crown and Ngati Rangiwaiwai, of whom Kiriopa was a member of. So what does that mean? I, well, I tried to Google it, and I cheated a little bit too. I used ChatGPT, um, and they've got everything. But no, they, they didn't come up with anything either. But I think. Did you the, look at the treaty? Is there something in there? Well, no, because because it's it's not actually the treaty though. Like it's just it's a part a, of it's, the treaty. Yes. Yeah, so the treaty was back in oh god, I should know this eighteen eighteen something. I should know this. It's so bad. But this was part of a settlement in twenty fourteen, like against that treaty. So he he was pardoned in the settlement in twenty fourteen. Oh and yeah. I think they got some land back and some money and stuff and. Mm. Yeah, obviously still not enough for what they've lost, and I know there's still an ongoing battle and stuff, but I found that case really, really interesting. So I was actually going to be doing a case on Napier Prison, and so I was going through all the prison, and then this is how I found out about Kiriopa, because he was the first person hung at Napier Prison, and I was just going to find this information for the Napier Prison case. I was like, nah, like this is actually so cool, I'm going to do it. So I'll do Napier Prison at some date in the future i don't know when because i'm only halfway through it but good things take time they do yeah and what did you think there was a bit of a different case yeah that was different yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) well i liked it i i really enjoyed it but 
that was it, guys. So thanks for listening. I'm Andy. And I'm Ayla. And that was Sinister, Sinister Dynasty. Dynasty.